You ever had a nigga like that Chan talked to in about three, four months? And then you just text his ass on like a random Monday, like, oh, I need some money. And he just delivered the shit. I'm talking about no questions asked. No, where you been at? No, why I ain't heard from you? No, why you ain't been calling me? Why you been texting me? Just like a clean, all right, so where you at? Like, where to bring it? Bruh, I, I need the round of applause, but and I ain't even got shit in front of me. We need to normalize men spinning the bag when they ain't got to talk to your ass every day. Like, we need to normalize niggas being generous. Just on a regular ass Monday, ain't shit going on. Quiet as kept the bills already got down paid, but I was just in a shopping type of mood. And I said, let me just try my luck with such and such and such and such. Even though I ain't talked to his ass in quite some time. But let me just let me just see what it's hitting on real quick. It went it, it was no questions. It was no problem. It it was not an interrogation. He just made that shit easy peasy, pull up, drop off, and he was out the door. We we love to see it. We love a generous king around this motherfucker. So, anywho, welcome back, child. Episode 66. I'm in a good-ass mood, honey, okay? I'm in a good-ass mood anytime I can go shopping. Like, shopping, shopping. When I got some money in my pocket to go shopping, shopping, and quiet as kept, I ain't even really go shopping. I did a little damage. Let me take that shit back. I did, I did a little something. But, anytime, like, I have something new. Like, I bought me some, I bought me two new pairs of shoes. Bitches know we podcasting. That's the shit that be getting under my skin. Like, they know what time it is. I post on my Instagram that we are podcasting. I post on my Twitter that we about to get the party started. And they insist on FaceTiming me. They're, no. And at the same time, you is not the generous king from Monday. So, your ass ain't getting the answer anyway. Like I was saying. Welcome back, episode 66, Friday. We get to talk our shit. We're not being serious on Friday. Y'all already know how we get into this. I am on your host, Shondrika. Somebody said I don't introduce myself when I start my podcast. They say I just get right to the shit. I introduce the podcast, but I never tell y'all who I am. Because I think that at the 66 episodes, y'all know who I am. Like, we are familiar. Because at the 66 episodes... And the little piece of streams we getting, I'm just assuming that y'all coming back for more every week. So y'all already know me, but child, somebody said I need to introduce myself and I'm trying to do things the right way, trying to get the monetization, trying to be this, this, this person, child. You know, you are who you think you is. So this is your host, Shandrika. Child, follow me on Instagram, drip dot. Um, let's get into the shit. Because I'm back. I'm ready to pot. I feel good. I'm not sick no more. Um, I'm like, I feel really good. I'm at damn near 100%. So, life is great, honey. This has been somewhat of an eventful week. If you didn't catch episode 65, I'm going to need you to clock out of this one. Take your ass over to Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Click on episode 65 and catch up. Don't just don't just jump into the Cape Fish podcast. Like, that's what be killing me with y'all. Y'all just jump into it. Y'all listen to one episode. Now. Like, no. You need to go and listen to a couple episodes to, to build this shit up so you know what you're getting yourself into. 
So, yes, child, because 65 was really good. We did the good sis segment. We caught up on things. It was a real kiki. So, if you ain't listening to that, I'm going to need you to go back, take it on back, and then you can come back when you're done, child. So, this week, it was kind of a lot. Let me just stick to the agenda because we have a main topic, honey. We got a main topic that... I've been supposed to talk about for quite some time. It Actually, me and my dog, Shot, was supposed to do a whole podcast about it. But, child, it just, for whatever reason, it just didn't happen. So, Shot hit me up the other day was like, when I'm going to talk about it. So, you know what? We, we're going to get into it. Quick disclaimer at minute four and 48 seconds. Please get your headphones. I don't want to be the reason nobody get fired. Nobody managers, bosses looking at them all type of crazy when this episode come on because it's very nasty it's very vulgar it's gonna be a lot of cursing it's gonna be a lot of a a, a, a lot of sex in the air i told y'all last episode that this episode was gonna be called booty play so you already should know what the fuck the main topic towards the end of this episode is gonna be about but nevertheless let's just go in order um so what's that boy name juice world rest in peace juice world his posthumous album came out today hold on let me google the name of him life's a mess no i'm sorry life's a mess was the single that they premiered what the hell is that i'm called i think it's called legends never die i could be wrong let me see let me see legends never die yet so that's that's today haven't had a chance to listen to it. I will. I told y'all last episode how I feel about the posthumous albums, but I'ma listen to it. Um and see what it's hitting on. I do like the first single Life is Good though. Life is a mess. So I don't I don't know why Life is Good is in my head. Probably because I was listening to that earlier. But anyway, so the first single got um Hazley. I don't, I don't know if her name Hazley or Halsey. Halsey. I think it's Halsey. But anyway, she is on the Juice World single life's a mess so we're gonna get into that i probably have y'all a little rundown about that on monday's episode um as far as what's what's new in the world child charlamagne the god got a new talk show on comedy central i don't know what episode i told y'all that but please go on the record that drika told y'all this shit was gonna happen for charlamagne I seen this happening for Charlemagne. Charlemagne, very early on, in the Breakfast Club, set himself apart. But these last couple years, when he put out the book, when he went off into like his own YouTube channel, doing his own interviews and shit like that, even when he's doing interviews like with his colleagues, I told y'all, Charlemagne is putting himself in position he is gearing up to set himself completely apart from the breakfast club now i don't know if he is leaving the breakfast club but i knew this shit was gonna come so he got the talk show on comedy central congrats to him um you just can kind of see a person slowly like elevating past some shit because everybody got to move on i could totally see charlemagne completely walking away from the breakfast club but not so fast because i you know he can be obnoxious but i take it he's really smart 
I feel like Charlemagne is going to go over to Comedy Central and see what the ratings for this talk show looking like. Because it could go either way. People love Charlemagne. They love his videos, his interviews and shit. Gets a lot of streams on YouTube. Me, personally, I mean, I don't really know if people still watching Comedy Central like that. But I guess the views and shit could go either way. Um, a lot of content these days is being produced online and on YouTube, on Instagram Live, Facebook, TV, whatever that shit is. So, it's going to be interesting to see him on a cable network. But, people love him. Um, even white folks gravitate towards him and his sense of humor and his, you know, brand of comedy. He's very white folk friendly even though he is super pro-black. So I really think that he got a good chance of his show being successful. So I don't, but I don't think he gonna lead a breakfast club like right off the gate. I think he gonna wanna see what these ratings look like. Cause he, like I said, he take me as somebody who moves kind of strategic and you know, he seems pretty smart, but I could totally see if this Comedy Central situation goes really good how he wanted to go i could definitely see him completely walking away from the breakfast club it seems like a disconnect it's been a disconnect from the situation with gucci man and angela yee um well she didn't really feel like they you know defended her i guess it's just it's it's just been a bit of a disconnect for quite some time angela yee look over both of their ass me and my coworker was just talking about like how Angela Yee, she's kind of, I don't want to say the smart one because they all intelligent, but she asks more of the journalistic type questions. Charlemagne asks the really hard ass questions. And I think Envy is just kind of there to break the ice and, you know, do his deal. But People gravitate towards Charlemagne because he says the shock value shit. And he asks the questions, like, the hard questions. Angela Yee, to me, she kind of keeps it really professional. And sometimes Angela Yee don't ask, like, those tough-ass questions like, did you rape the bitch? You know what I'm saying? She sticks to more of, like, the journalist-friendly questions Charlemagne is gonna ask the hard shit like how he came out with the Russell Simmons interview. So, um, and, and both of their style of both of Charlemagne and Angela Yee's style of interviewing is good, but I know for a fact that people zoom in on Charlemagne when these interviews come because you don't never know what Charlemagne gonna say. And a lot of times I feel like Angela Yee's point of view and her questions are off like overshadowed by that so um i could definitely see one of them walking away or even both of them because shit y'all see angela Yee got lip service she interviewing people i could really see angela Yee going super far with the whole journalism thing like she takes me as somebody who would step away from the breakfast club and go full gail king on a bitch i could totally see it and i'm shit i'm here for it but um yeah man charlamagne he got the show um i'm curious to see it. i haven't watched comedy central in quite some time every now and then i catch the south park reruns or whatever but 
it's been a minute so i think it'll be dope to kind of add something new over there like i said i ain't watched the shit in years so i really don't know what the hell over there but um it's definitely a good look so speaking of good looks this was a badass look um 50 cent being colorist we knew the real being new he says black women are angry therefore he prefers foreigners foreign women he says something to the effect of like why would you want i guess a black woman that's something you see every day versus foreign women it's like you know something exotic and something you don't see that often listen lil wayne laughed i'm not surprised because we see type of women that lil wayne like shout out to lil wayne ain't got nothing against him but lil wayne like foreign bitches he gonna tell y'all in every song that he like foreign bitches. The bitches that he proposing to versus the ones that he done gave babies to are very different. Whole nother conversation for a whole nother more serious podcast. I'm not in the mood to be that goddamn serious right now. But yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. But for Wayne, for me to sit there, because this interview took place on uh, Young Money Radio, which is Lil Wayne's radio show whatever podcast whatever so Wayne for me like sitting there laughing you got a whole black ass daughter so I didn't find I was more offended by Lil Wayne like kind of entertaining it but rappers like foreign women they like light-skinned women if you are black you know they want you to look as far from black as possible they want you to look exotic or so this shit didn't surprise me i mean just listen to the music it's in the music and like i've said before i'll say it again i have no problem i take no problem with rappers or anybody normal people dating outside your race dated black women date outside your goddamn race everybody date outside your race date whoever the hell you want to date but me as a black woman going to date a white man i've been out with two white guys before one of them i ain't really talked to that much but one of them i was really like casually kicking it with whenever he was in town um that's all fine and goddamn dandy but you'll never see me fix my lips to say oh he better than a black man or he was better than a black man or he treated me better than a black man or i prefer white men over black men like bitch no because i don't i prefer black men i just happened to like those two they was real they was fine as hell they both had money both of them was italian i was with it they looked good and they did treat me good but i, I would never ever diminish a black man by saying oh I, I prefer them because that's just something different i could see you niggas anytime i could see you niggas every day this over here this some shit that you don't come across that much like i like this i, I like this better this is better than black men and that's what a lot of y'all black men be motherfucking doing y'all put down black women in the process of dating foreign women and that's why this whole like superior complex is even brought up that's why foreign women feel like they're above um black women that's why since santana said what she said about black men loving latina women and loving her more than black girls or whatever the fuck she said so child this is where they get it from they get it directly from the horse's mouth 
but like I said, this is nothing new. Um, me personally, I just choose not to even let this offend me because for one, I'm never going to date 50 Cent in my life. Okay. So that's just one black man. His opinion is his. It don't matter to me. And then 50 Cent is like a semi-troll. You know, 50 Cent gonna say whatever. Whatever come to mind. 50 Cent has no filter. None. Zilch. Nada. He don't. And, you know, that's fine, child. It's like black women, y'all just, we have to like, we gotta be so strong-minded. And we have to be like, have such a tough-ass skin because try if you don't a lot of this shit will really get to you it will really 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 get under your skin it will fuck with your self-esteem and black women are exotic black women come in every shape size color black women are all over this planet black women speak other languages other than english english is some black women in the world who don't even fucking know english so i feel like it don't get much more exotic than that but child to each his own um to each is on let's stay on lil wayne actually let's talk about regina and lucci people been dragging regina because allegedly i don't know how true it is but y'all know the shade room they some goddamn detectives and i guess they posted some kind of proof that Lucci was over there around Regine House. I guess the cabinets in Lucci picture and Regine picture was the same child. First of all, Shay room got too much goddamn time on their goddamn hands. But they had the people dragging that girl. Talking about they back together. Child, y'all know how that shit is. Regine is young. What she is? 20? Some shit like that. Like it's growing pains. Lucci almost 30. Regine about 21. I have a MacBook in front of me. I could always just Google these type of things, right? Regine is 21. Lucci is... He like in his late 20s. Lucci 29. So, child, Lucci just know how to play the game. He know that girl in love with him. I don't know if they back together or not. I don't think that's like definitive proof that they back together just because people have similar cabinets. If you go to a lot of these houses in Atlanta or outside of Atlanta, like the interior design is quite the same and a lot of the structures are the same so it's quite possible that they both could have the exact same cabinetry in their house like child but to each his own but if she did go back to him like i said she's 21 everybody in a early got him 20 some went back to a nigga that they ain't had no business going back to or been fucking with a nigga that they ain't had no business going back to and they didn't really realize um you know, they didn't really realize that they was in a fucked up situation until they got in their late 20s or whatever. Sometime early 30s. So, honey. Sham. It is what it is. Leave that girl alone. I think, I be feeling like people just be finding any little reason to pick on Regina. And I don't like that. Because, I mean, yeah, she young. She's young. And I like hearing Regina talk because it's just, I don't know, it's just so cute when she just be talking it's like oh she's 21 you know because i remember the mindset i remember everything being goddamn glittering roses around this bitch especially when it was by the niggas so i get it pool um let that girl live while wayne ass sitting up there laughing about goddamn colorists he needs to be embracing his beautiful black ass daughter and letting her know she is a beautiful black woman 
who is not foreign. I see she, her and her mom, Toya, had and like posted something immediately following that about you know her being a black woman and being beautiful and whoop de whoop. And y'all know I fuck with that a long way. Now, moving right along, but staying on music. Um, did y'all see this whole Young Thug versus Pusha T? Child, Young Thug called out Pusha T for dissing Drake. I guess it was Thugger, Pusha T, and Gunner all on a, a record with Pop Smoke. And it was going to go... I guess they were going to add it to Pop Smoke album that came out Friday. Y'all know how they do all this deluxe version and shit. So I guess they was going to add this new song with Pusha, Thug, and Gunner re-release the album i really hate when they do that shit that shit really gets under my skin like put everything you want on the album at one time and let it go that shit is annoying as fuck to me but that's what was gonna happen and thugger called out pusha t basically saying you know i didn't know that you was gonna be dissing drake on your verse because your verse is on a song with me and gonna and we ain't got no problem with drake we don't like being in the middle and I just don't appreciate you doing that shit. So, of course, Pusha responded and basically was like, I don't need respect from a young thug. That's basically what it's, that is verbatim what he said. I don't need respect from you. And Pusha also was saying nobody really knew that his verse was about Drake. Because if you listen to the verse, he don't mention Drake. It's no real context clues to make you say he's talking about Drake. Well, actually, yes, I take that shit back. Roll that back. It actually is. I can't think of the exact line, but when he said it, I knew he was talking about Drake. But nevertheless, he didn't call Drake out by name, whatever the case may be. Um, so push the whole thing was I didn't say his name. Nobody really knew it was about him. At least they didn't know that from me. So we could have just moved on. But now Pusha is like reaching out to Pop Smoke's estate and telling them, you know what, take me off the album completely. Like, I don't want to be the reason for no smoke on the album. It's it's like a really good album. We celebrating pop. Whoop de whoop. So, but I, I could I could see I see both sides really. I see Young Thug feeling like that because you know Thugger and Drake is cool. Thugger and Drake been down for quite some time so i could definitely see him not being cool with that and also it does kind of put you in a sticky situation when you on a track with another nigga that's dissing one of your partners and like you own that you know what i'm saying it does seem a little it does get a little muddy when you do that you know what i'm saying i don't know how close thug and drake is i don't know if they have like a relationship outside of music but i understood what that was coming from like bitch if you want to diss drake do that shit on your own time that's what he was basically saying like do that shit on your own single or whatever the case may be don't do it on a single with two niggas that's cool with drake so i totally get that but on the same time i feel what pusha said like nobody even knew the verse was about the nigga number one and number two not that pusha said this i'm saying this rap is like a competitive sport so don't then them two niggas don't like each other so quite naturally 
if Pusha, you know, doing a verse or whatever the case may be, he might take shots at Drake because they don't get along. They don't like each other. It's kind of like the same if Nicki do a track and just sometimes take jabs at Cardi or Cardi take jabs at Nicki. I mean, it's rap. It's competitive. It's, you know what I mean? It's two people who don't really rock and that's music. So in music, you take rappers take shots at each other i didn't really feel like it was that serious i don't think drake would have been like butthurt by it it definitely wouldn't have stopped no bad drake might have came back with like a little slick shot in one of his verses like that's just what rap do and you should want that because when it comes to rap and like rap beef i'm of the belief that the shit should stay in the music it never needs to escalate ever so um i didn't really see i didn't see a issue with the verse had it not been on Pop Smoke album and had it not been with two people that Drake fuck with. Do that make sense? So yeah. I seen that shit though. Um Pusha don't give a fuck though. His his position in the music and in rap like that shit is solidified. So I don't think he really knew losing no sleep over it. I don't think that he thought Thug was going to call him out over it either. So, child, I don't know. Thug says, Thug says somebody he can't get with the gay shit or whatever, child. It was, it was all a mess, honey. But, I don't know. I, I've only heard the um, Pusha T-verse. So, I didn't listen to the whole song, per se. But, I'm guessing they're going to scratch the whole song or... They might just do push a verse. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. And I also don't know how many new tracks is being added to Pop Smoke's album. Pop Smoke's album is already like, what, 24 songs or something like that? Let's look it up. Because I am a firm believer now of doing this podcast with this goddamn MacBook in front of me. Because I can't be stuttering and not knowing what's what okay so pop smoke album got 19 songs child i told y'all how i feel about these long ass albums and now y'all trying to add more songs to it like come on i'm still not through august i've seen an album let's be clear <laughs> like 24 songs 24 days or 27 songs however many that shit was on august i've seen an album i don't like on projects and y'all just are insisting them upon me y'all know it's pop smoke that's my nigga. I'm going to lock in with that shit. Y'all know I'm going to stream it all crazy, but I can't fully take in that many songs. That many songs usually turn me off. I still ain't listened to the full um, The Dream trilogy that he put out. That shit just be too much music. I, I would rather you give me an album in January, August, and give me another one in December sometime. Then you just... Oof, it's too much. It's just too much music to take in, but let me see. Where we at with it? A lot of this is music related. I, it's a lot of music news. Um, Kodak Black apologized to Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle. I thought that was big of him. Y'all know I done dragged Kodak ass on this platform for a whole variety of things, but... If I'm going to tear you down, I'm going to extend the hand to lift you back up. And that apology was really dope of him. He didn't have to do that. He's in jail. If y'all remember um, when Nipsey first died, 
Excuse me. Where is the water, honey? Okay. So when Nipsey first died, Kodak, y'all remember, he was coming at Lauren saying, um, what did he say? He want to get to know Lauren or something or he'll be a friend to her. Something, child. Something like they recorded him saying he was she was gonna have to move on eventually and he would be there type shit. Basically shooting a very subtle shot at Miss Lauren London and it was very soon after a little too soon. Well a lot too soon. So yeah. But a lot of people dragging him for it. Um T I I think the game a lot a lot of people. It was a lot of rappers, all the rappers gathered around and drug him for shooting his shot at Miss Lauren but he went ahead and apologized and I think that was you know it was cool it and it may be a sign of growth maybe Kodak is turning over a new leaf and we getting a, a new mature yak you know maybe I don't know but I thought that was dope. A lot of people was really fucking with him for doing that. Lauren London, of course, she ain't saying nothing, but she don't own nobody's shit. I, don't, I hate when people expect, like, the widowers, or I'm sorry, the widows of people of, like, you know, they loved ones or they husband, their boyfriend, whatever, to, like, speak out and always say something. I did see a couple people, like... Wondering if Lauren responded to Kodak. Like, no, she's still grieving. What it was, a year ago? Like, that shit's still fresh. And same with Kobe and Vanessa. A lot of people are still depending on Vanessa to speak. And depending on Vanessa to say this. It's like, child, no. These people are actively grieving. We are actively on social media. We do not know they damn realize. I think we need to be mindful of that and not pressure people to speak out and you know when they are still grieving honey so speaking of grief well not speaking of grief because she did survive thank the lord ricky smiley daughter was shot three times in houston they shot that girl three times um they said it was a road rage incident she was in the car with two other people. It was three of them total. Some words were exchanged. She was on her way to Water Whataburger in Houston. And long story less long, she had the red light. The car that she, well, not, I don't know if she or her passengers, but the car that they headed out with, um, that driver just sprayed the whole car. And I believe everybody got shot. She got shot three times. Ricky Smiley. If y'all don't know Ricky Smiley, that's a comedian. I assume all of the black community know Ricky Smiley. But he was tweeting about it, saying that, you know, she had just had surgery. And she, of course, with all this coronavirus shit, she had to be by herself. So that was really scary. But she did make a few posts. Was saying she couldn't walk. Um, just because of some nerve damage, so she had a long way ahead of her, and she shared a photo of the car, and it was just blood everywhere on the seat. It was really scary. She said that one of the bullets could have hit her in her head, but I think like the 
something in the car stopped it maybe like the headrest or something like that but man that shit is just so fucking sad and you just never know what shit could pop off at like these days and times me personally i try to walk as light as possible and shit could still pop off don't get me wrong she could pop off when you literally sitting in your house minding your business. I'm podcasting with y'all right now. And this shit could hit the fan as I'm speaking. Bullets could start flying in this goddamn apartment all crazy. I won't even know where they're flying from. Like, shit can hit the fan at any time. But me personally, when I read about shit like that, it just makes me not want to go nowhere. It makes me not want to drive. It makes me not want to be just nowhere. Just stay in my house, in my room, where no one can find me at. It just makes me scared of the goddamn world because you just going to get you something to eat. Yeah, you might have had words with somebody on the road, but that don't warrant them pulling out a gun and trying to kill you. Like, what? So you can't stand up for yourself now? It's like, I try to, I, I find myself trying to stay out of people's way as much as possible these days. I ain't gonna lie. Like, a younger much more hot-headed me would raise a lot of hell about a lot of shit but now I just don't it's just like whatever like I just it's not even worth it to me because people are fucking crazy especially times like this it's a lot of tension between blacks and whites and the black lives matter movement versus you know anti-black lives matter people so it's just a lot of tension and I just, I've been let, I let a lot of shit go. I let a lot of shit go. It's not that I let it go, it's just not worth it for me. Like, with the climate and shit. So I'm just really happy she's okay. I'm so happy she did not pass away. It's been so much of that lately. Um, Atlanta, the 4th of July, all those people got shot couple people died a couple children died i seen in washington dc 11 year old devon mcneil at a cookout somebody nearby didn't even have shit to do with the cookout started shooting he got hit you know what i'm saying a eight-year-old little girl got hit i believe in atlanta it's just like a lot another eight-year-old little boy in alabama got hit all of this was on the fourth of july weekend it's been a lot of that shit going on and honestly, it's just too spooky for me. I can't handle it. I just I just want to be to myself. I can't handle shit like that. So rest in peace to all, all them babies who I just named because they all children. Rest in peace to them. Prayers and condolences to all these damn families burying their loved one, their kids due to people just being fucking stupid. People just being stupid. And I seen that the grandfather of... Devon McNeil up in Washington, D.C. was saying, you know, Black Lives Matter movement don't care about black on black crime. And they most definitely do. The Black Lives Matter movement is more so about white people killing blacks because of their skin, white police officers killing blacks because of their skin color black on black crime why it's important i'm not diminishing it like this shit needs to come to a complete and utter halt and i do think black lives matter could speak on it more but 
black on black crime, black people ain't killing black people because they black. So I, I, under, I understand where he was coming from. I get it. And at the end of the day, he lost his grandchild. And that's just something I can't wrap my mind around. But um, the Black Lives Matter movement is just, it's very targeted and it's, it's very specific. White people who kill black people because they black. Period. Black on black crime, while it's extremely, extremely, extremely fucked up, we should not be killing our own. If it's any time we need to be unified, it's right now. Um, But black people, we just not killing black people because of our race. We not, and I I think that's the disconnect. Um, a lot of people don't quite get, but yeah, man. Um, rest in peace to them. What what do we go from there? We gotta we gotta get back into. We gotta get back into uh, the the spirit, the happy shit. We need a happy song. That's what we need. We need a song to signify that we on some happy shit. I ain't got a chat child because y'all ain't finna copyright. Infringe on my goddamn podcast, so I don't know if I'm gonna get one. Oh, congratulations to Remy and Papoose having a baby! Yes, bitch, they are having a baby. We don't know if it's a boy, girl, or what, but congrats to them. Pap- um, Papoose had said it during an interview, and that was really, really sweet. I really like them, and I don't think it's talked about enough how Remy Ma came out of prison and she just really got her shit together i mean she did Nicki minaj she put out sheether and all that and it was a moment but beyond that her music career didn't really do too much she did all the way up with fat joe they got a grammy off of that that was dope but aside from like that her music really didn't do a whole whole lot Remy music just it just didn't do a whole lot and it just didn't hit how it hit in like them early 2000s when she first dropped but nevertheless I don't think she gets the credit for the way she just kind of rebranded herself got on state of the culture went the love and hip-hop route I thought that was really smart for her to go to love and hip-hop route she don't get enough credit for that and she's on a loving hip hop route, and she ain't on no messy shit. She just you see her with her family, you see her going to work. Like I love that for Remy, I really do. I think that's dope for her. Um, I just love how she got out of prison. She did the music thing. That's her passion. It's like you know what? Maybe that don't work. Let me go over here and get down with state of the culture. Is it state of the culture? Hold on. I want to be right because I get state of the culture and that other one with academics mixed up. Okay, yeah, state of the culture. So, yeah, I, I just think that was real. I just wanted to give her her props for that. I don't think she get enough. And Papoose, that man deserved goddamn husband of the year because he held Remy ass down and really kept Remy name alive the whole time she was locked up and you know shit i need me a nigga that ride for me the way pat ride for remy because pat asked me walking around with the black love hats like <laughs> pap is in the fuck love okay he is all about remy and i'm just so here for it so congrats to them on the baby honey i i love that for them they little girl is so damn cute she is 
so freaking cute. She got Remy whole face. She is just, oh my God, I just want to squeeze her little cheek. She is adorable, man. So cute. So they about to have another cute little chocolate little baby. I want me a baby. I need a man first though. So if y'all know some good niggas in the world, I'm going ahead, send them my goddamn way. Send them to the DM, even though I barely reply to my DMs. But send them anyway. If they look good, I reply. Because, bitch, I think I want me a baby. I told y'all I'm settling down. Did I say 2020 or 2021? I can't remember. But I told y'all that I was going to settle down soon. So, I'm finna settle down. I'm finna get me a man. I want to have my man for about two years. Then we go ahead and get married. I want to be married for another two years. So, we can enjoy each other's company. Fuck all around the house, travel the world, do all of that. And then after two to three years of us just being a couple, buying the house and doing this, this, and the third, then we can welcome us a baby. So I'm thinking like, what are those, about six years? 29, 30, well, I'm 28, not 28. 29, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, so, fuck it. I might as well just keep the party going, child. I have one. I'm going to be an old mama. I'm going to be a mama, like, my late, I think mid to late 30s, I'm going to have me a baby. I think I'm going to be one of them because I want a baby right now. Well, I like the thought of a baby, put it like that, Um, right now. But it's too much shit I'm trying to do. We got this podcast going. We're trying to get the business going. Bitch trying to publish books and, and goddamn get deals and shit. Ain't nobody got time. Mm-mm. Sorry, I had a mouthful of water. But we will get there. And if the love don't hit like Remy and Papoose, bitch, I don't want it. Now, I got to stop saying that. I got to find a better way to transition from topic to topic. Do any other podcasters have that? Like, I feel like... I don't really know how to transition like that. But I don't know. We'll get better at it. I'm going to post this little clip right here that I just said that on my Instagram. And y'all can give me some tips. Because there's a lot of podcasts that follow me. And I follow on Instagram. So I'm going to post that just so y'all can give me like some really good transitional tips. Because y'all be giving me those. Let me tell y'all something. It's a um girl in my DM. She got a podcast. I was sick as fuck. Shout out to Dominique. Dominique told me by all the little monetization tricks what to do XYZ. I'm like, come on, sis. I was not feeling well at the time, so I didn't really look into him. But after we get off the line with this podcast, it's research time. We we is finna get this coin, bitch. We is finna to get the bag. The Kate Dish podcast is finna get this bag. I don't know about y'all. But I don't have no more time to waste, bitch. I've been doing this. I ain't even been doing it that long, honestly. I haven't been doing it that long. I've only been doing it. We'll be a year since the first episode in October. Y'all, we is coming up on our year anniversary. Oh, my God. What should we do? What should we do? I don't know. Hopefully, we'll be monetized by the end get the bitcoin but we shall see honey so now y'all want to talk about um courtney kardashian as leaving keeping up with the kardashians after them 15 years i'm here for all of it i've been told y'all that courtney for quite some time if y'all watch keeping up the kardashians 
I haven't watched it in a minute. I used to watch it a lot. Um, well, some seasons. Some seasons are better than others. Some seasons I really lock in with. Some it's just okay. But you could tell for a minute that Kourtney Kardashian has not been all the way there for quite some time. Like, she just do not seem here for the shit. Kourtney Kardashian seemed like she just want to show up, do her couple things, and get back to her kids. And I can't blame her. She at that age. You know, her kids are still kind of... Well, her kids are still pretty young. Not kind of. She 41. She been doing this shit for almost 15 years. You know what I'm saying? So... It's time, and her biggest thing was, you know, she values her privacy. She was saying that, like, on, I think it was Sundays, her and the kids, they sleep in, they do pajamas, and da-da-da-da-da. She try not to check her phone. Like, that is her complete off day when she tries to be 100% present. I fuck with it. I can definitely get down with that. I don't think she wrong in that at all. Um, this, that should get old. I want to do reality TV, but I only want to do reality TV to get the bag real quick. It's like a couple, couple, couple seasons of something. Give me them couple thousands per episode. Let me stack that shit up for three, four seasons and put it towards a good call somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? That's just what I'm on. But 14, 15 years is a long ass time to have a camera shoved in your face, even if you are a Kardashian and you is used to it. So I fuck with it. And not for nothing. It seems like Courtney is a little different from her sisters. Courtney, that's why her and Kim went at it. And I really think that that fight that her and Kim had probably got a lot to do with her leaving the show. I think. That fight with Kim Kardashian and Kourtney Kardashian, I feel like Kourtney was just fucking over it. She was over them sisters. She was over these goddamn cameras. She was over it. Because sometimes if you do watch the show, they like nitpick at that girl. Because she just, she's, I ain't gonna say she ain't interested, but she she just don't be for the antics and the fuck shit. And she's just not with all of that in the goddamn the 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 press shit and the media stunts and she not with none of that she ain't with none of it and i think that like her personality clashes with her sisters because you know her sisters the kardashians the jenners they are just media 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 frenzy 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 like they are media gold 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 so that's really their whole life and it just don't seem like it's hers. You know what I'm saying? So, I fuck with the good sis. At the end of the day, she ain't gonna lose no coin off of walking away from the Kardashians. None whatsoever. So, I'm here for all of it, honey. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for privacy. Like, privacy is so big. Especially a star like that. I'm here for it. That's why we'll never see Beyonce. Beyonce pop out here and there, drop a visual, drop a project, and then she's out the door. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Because when you such like a big ass celebrity like they is, you don't always get privacy. You know what I'm saying? It's always somebody 
in your face. It's always something to that effect. So I can definitely see um, privacy being, you know, the main factor. And she deserved that shit. She 41. That lady probably looking to settle down and enjoy her children and the rest of their childhood. I'm I'm with it. So shout out to her for, um, you know, shaking the room a little bit. Saying, fuck it. Y'all, y'all don't need me. Y'all got it. Y'all take it from here. I'm I'm good over here. I got my millions. Catch me ducked off over here. Courtney probably got her man quiet as it's kept and living lavish. He playing step daddy to the churn. So, listen. Do you, Miss Mamas. Go ahead and find you some goddamn peace. Um, Alright. Do we want to get to the main topic yet? Wait a minute. Hold up. Before we get to the main topic, real quick. We got to send our prayers to... Um, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom, she has the coronavirus. Luckily, she has systematic. Ah, see how I just butchered the fuck out another word. Google, help me. I literally just butchered that word. Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. So, she asymptomatic. I promise y'all I know how to talk for real. I think I just be talking so fast trying to blow through topics and shit like that. And like get my point across. That I just butchered the hell out of big words. Y'all probably like, this bitch cannot say big words. She need to stop trying. I can. I'm really smart. But asymptomatic is what Miss Keisha Lance Bottom is. Let me tell y'all something. Atlanta don't give a fuck about coronavirus. Atlanta woke up one day and decided that the shit was over. And they went outside. They've been having goddamn parties, kickbacks. They put a damn pool and club compound they do not give a fuck. I seen a big ass bar party over in Bankhead, child. Atlanta just don't care. Like they they just don't care. Brunch is back as usual. The club is packed as usual. It's just like fuck the corona. And cases in the south are surging high as fuck and a lot of the new cases are with young people because we don't know how to stay our ass home. Let me tell you something. I've been between my house and my grandma's house. I go to the grocery store as needed. I don't go nowhere in between. Nowhere. Period. Point blank. I went out to eat when the restaurants first, first opened up. And the only reason I went is because me and my homegirl wanted to go. It was somebody's birthday. It was only three of us. We had on masks, and for what it's worth, the damn restaurant was damn near empty. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It wasn't hardly nobody in Outback Steakhouse that day. It was like us and another table across the room, and another table in back of us. But we was all six feet apart. The waitresses had on masks, they had on gloves. Um, the waitresses kind of stood back from you when they were taking your order. So I really felt safe. And that was my biggest thing when I walked in. I'm like, if this shit crowded or if this shit looked like um, pre-COVID-19, bitch, I'm not staying. But it was very empty, so I went. But aside from that, I haven't been going nowhere. Nowhere. I'm not with the shit. I haven't even got my hair done. I've been wearing this same wig. I ordered me a wig when the coronavirus first started popping off and they closed my um, hairdresser hair salon. So I had to order me a wig. So I've been rocking them. Set it off braids. Shout out to my mama. Because 
every couple weeks she'll take me set it off braids out and put me some new ones in there so i can throw this damn wig back on but bitch i've been thugging it i have been getting my nails done no i can't tell a lie i have got my nails done and again only reason i've been getting my nails done is because my nail tech is in a shop by herself completely by herself she only books one at a time so when you go in there she don't have three four five people sitting waiting no she only booked one at a time. She wears masks, gloves. I watch her sanitize the fuck out of her shop between customers. I've, I've witnessed it. I've witnessed her disinfecting everything, wiping everything down, bleaching shit in between every single customer. Damn, really in between you. Because she'll sculpt you, da 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 do all that. Tell you to go wash your hands. While you washing your hands, she disinfecting shit. She's cleaning the station. So, I've observed her cleaning practices. Um, I can appreciate that. She was super open about her cleaning practices. Shout out to Bling Bailene. If you're from St. Pete, you know who that is. That's my bitch for real. My nails and toes and eyebrows look tea. She did the Lord's work on my feet. One of these days, we're going to have to have an honest conversation about how acrylic toenails take your damn feet to from blam to pazam, bitch. My feet look like rich bitch feet, ho. Went about some Gucci slides just so y'all could see this beat on these goddamn feet, bitch. I'm not even, I'm not even fucking off. The feet, the feet's looking like, the feet's looking real suckable and edible. And how I know because they done been sucked on since my dog did the pedicure. Shout out to Lean, bitch. The toes is looking real, real suckable around this motherfucker. So, I had to. Because I'm telling you, them corona toes, bitch, ain't nobody in here with me. I couldn't take it no more. And, like, bitch, you know when you need a pedicure and your feet under the bottom be a little scratchy, scratchy. Sound like your ass remixing the record. Be a, a real... It's giving real <laughs> tease when you ain't got no pedicure, bitch. That's how the bottom of my feet was sounding, scratching them goddamn covers. I said, no, God. No, God, honey. So as soon as my doll opened, told me how she was handling clients and the one at a time thing. And she do, if it is somebody in there, the way her shop is set up, she can sit you six feet apart. So if it is another person waiting... They are literally six feet apart from you. It's really dope. I can appreciate little shit like that. And I know my hairdresser is doing the same thing. I have a photo shoot coming up. So I'm going to have to buckle down and get my hair done. I'm going to have to do it. Um, but that'll be probably the only time I do it. And then I'll be with life until then. So Atlanta, y'all tripping, man. Y'all done gave the damn mayor COVID-19. Her husband got it. One of her kids got it. Um, she said that she was still waiting on her other kids to get tested and her mom because the day, I guess the day before she found out she had it or got tested or whatever, she was around her mom. So now her mom got to get tested. This shit is not a game. Luckily, she don't have any symptoms Um, from what I could find. Her family who does have it, they don't have any symptoms, thank God. So I'm just praying for a speedy recovery now she said that she thought 
um, her allergy symptoms. I mean, she thought her symptoms were from allergy. The little symptoms she did had, I'm assuming, just sneezing, runny nose. You know, the standard allergy shit. She thought it was just from, um, yeah, just from, you know, seasonal allergies. And that's so scary because y'all know I have allergies bad as fuck. I done talked about it on this podcast before. So y'all got me a little nervous. Like, do I need to go get a little test? Let them swipe up my nose real quick. Little quick one too. But I feel great. I hope I stay that way. I've been popping vitamin C like it's goddamn candy. So hopefully, um, I've been drinking emergency too. Just on some cool shit. Drinking a lot of hot tea to dissolve whatever mucus is in my throat chest whatever the case may be in emergencies and vitamin c so i'm feeling pretty good about my little routine my little anti-coronavirus routine i got but prayers up to her i I do pray that um miss keisha 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 girl you got to get better girl they was they was dragging keisha ass they were showing a picture of keisha at a protest with no mask on honey be the change you want to see, Miss Keisha, girl. You can't be out at the damn protest with no mask on. Come on now. No, ma'am. No, God, honey. You cannot be out here preaching the good sermon by the way your mask, wash your hands, and they got you on camera with no mask on, mask on. Fuck it, mask off, Keisha said, period. Put that goddamn mask on, Keisha. Don't damn sure don't take it off. When you damn sure better not be around nobody spreading them good germs honey but we praying for you or whatever over at the cactus podcast honey now i have flipped and pussy popped all through that goddamn agenda honey yes i'm really getting good at this what my water oh i'm out of breath i gotta take a sip this is truly a lot of talking I didn't realize how much talking podcasting was. I have to talk to y'all for a whole hour straight. But you know what I don't really do? I don't really take breaks like that. So, that's why my ass began windy. And plus, I'm not the smallest bitch in the world. So, bigger gets high, bitch. Hold on. Because, I spent the whole hour... Which y'all, we are talking about entertainment, music, colorism, coronavirus, all type of shit. Now, we we got to get to, we got to talk about this booty play. Y'all want to talk about it? I kind of wanted to talk about it. But, bitch, we just here with it now. I ain't talked about nothing. I ain't gave y'all no good kiki in a minute, y'all. We finna talk about booty play. We finna talk about ass eating etiquette, y'all. We finna get into some things. Give me just... Give me one minute. I'm going to take a break for the first time ever in podcast history. I'm going to take a break in between talking. Because, tuh, big mama done went an hour straight. And when this this booty play topic, I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know. But we, we got to talk about booty. We got to talk about eating ass, getting fucked in the ass. We just, we have to take it there. We got to go there with it. Give me five minutes. See, it wasn't even five minutes. It was more like 30 seconds for real. I just had to take a second to like, <sighs> bitch, I've been waiting to exhale for a whole goddamn hour. I've been talking to you hoes. But see, the problem is I talk so fast. 
I talked so fast, I get winded, child. I done fucked around and got hot, done snatched my damn wig off. Thank God this shit ain't on camera. Now, yes, I asked y'all on Twitter about anal, like who like anal. And I was surprised at the amount of girls who loved anal. Like, some of y'all was really into that shit. So, that made me think I was weird. Like, okay, it's something wrong with me. Maybe I need to step my pussy up and get with the times because I didn't think nobody fuck with getting fucked in the ass. I'm gonna be honest. I did not think people was was on that. Well, girls, I didn't think girls was on that. You know, my gay homeboys, you know, they, they tell me about it. They listen, they done broke it down to me, they done told me how to take it in the ass, breathing techniques while you're taking it in the ass, like my niggas done really told me <laughs> exactly what to do, how to do it, and how to breathe through it. But I'm just not her. Like, bitch, the thought, right, the sheer thought of a nigga putting his whole dick in my ass. Wait, quick, quick disclaimer. <laughs> quick disclaimer for everybody who listened to the first half of the Cadence Podcast, the first hour Thank you. Thank you for coming out. It was great seeing y'all. Thank y'all for showing love. Um, The exit is stage left. Please, you are free to exit if you are a God-fearing, church-going, Bible-toting, one of them. (laughs) This second hour of the podcast is not for you. I probably should have said that before I got the ball rolling, before I started talking about dicks and asses in general. Nevertheless... You might want to go ahead and and lock out then. I done already got your streaming number. Thank you for your contribution. You may exit and we will see y'all episode 67. Now, for everybody who is here for the shits, y'all done bear with me through hour one. Let's, Let's get back to the booty play. Now, I cannot see, like I was saying, a big ass dick. Cause some of these niggas be having like, I've seen some just uncouth unimaginable just just don't even look normal real abnormal dick type t like why is you toting all that around on you like why is your dick that big why is it that thick why is it that long who birthed you who is your daddy can i meet your daddy like what what is the what the fuck is going on no you're not touching me with that dick but maybe you i can look at it i done seen some shit okay like safari we not seen Safari did. Safari, that shit's abnormal. Shout out to Erica Mena. I don't know how she's doing it, but God bless her. Because there's no way. I I can't even go near a dick that big. I mean, I might go near, might taste it, might sniff it. But in me, I, I can't take it. It would be a lost cause. So I just can't imagine all that being in my ass. Like, oh my God. Do your booty hole even expand like that? Like, that's the shit because... You know, vagina is made to expand and retighten. We give birth, right? So, you know, it gets, it can get wide and then go right back tight and be tight again. But your booty hole, like, I mean, I be seeing it on porn, but how does it widen? And my thing is, see, I have questions. So when I post this on the Instagram and the Twitter, I need y'all to answer my questions. Because I have sincere questions. I'm not just doing this whole booty play and ass eating etiquette 
episode for my health. I have fucking questions. Your booty hole is not made to like take stuff in it, right? It's like a depository or repository, whatever. It's it's made to like get rid of things, not put things in. So I just don't understand like do your booty hole okay if you take a dick to the ass from what i've seen on porn the booty hole like expand but do that bitch go back tight or is you just gonna be walking around with this big ass hole in your ass like because when i be watching the porns bitches be putting whole fists in the ass i need somebody to tell me and when they take the fist out, it don't look like the booty hole closed. It's like the hole is still there. So when you done scratched your booty hole out, taking dick in the ass, that shit don't go back to normal booty hole size. So now you got this big ass hole in your ass. Like, is y'all shitting on y'allself? I need answers, bitch. I, I'm just going to answer a whole bunch of questions that I just always been curious about. Because I just don't understand. And you have some niggas, they be trying to be slick. They try to, like, put the tip of the dick, like, against your booty hole, booty hole to just to see. Just to apply, like, a little bit of pressure and see what the fuck gonna happen. Bitch like me, I'm a scream. I'm a scream like you in here stabbing my ass. If you know it's good for you, you better take that. Get it the fuck away from me. If you know it's good for you, put that, put that little dick back where it belong because i'm gonna scream like somebody in this bitch stabbing me the neighbors are gonna call the law you're going to jail jail for you sir if you put your dick anywhere in my booty hole do not play with me do not play with me i'm just now coming around to the idea of getting my ass eat. i ain't like it at first but after like the second time i was fucking with you okay so a dick is just i don't like when niggas like attempt it they try to like just be slick with it don't do that Cause I'm, I'm going to stop the whole thing. I'm gonna put an end to the whole motherfucking thing. Nigga, like, tried to do that. The little tester, put the head in. I wanted to die, and I wanted him to die. Cause bitch, don't try me. And furthermore, I don't even like. I, I'm not a booty play girl. That's number one. You could eat my ass, but. That's really as far as it's going with me. I don't like the finger in the butt. I just don't. I, it don't even feel good to me. That's the thing. Like, if it felt good, that's one thing. But it genuinely don't even feel good. Don't put nothing in my ass. Nothing. The little butt plug shit. It just don't feel good. Like, I tried to test it. I don't like it. It just it don't it don't feel good to me. That's why when people be I posted on the um Cake Dish Podcast Instagram, like y'all be willingly taking dick in the ass. And some of y'all was like, Hell yeah, like it's lit. And again, it just make me feel like I'm a lame ass bitch. But you know, I could come around to the idea because I came around to ass eating. At first I just did not like it. Like all I know is one minute I was getting my coochie ate and then the next minute like his tongue had done slipped in a completely different hole and I was more confused. I think it was just confusion. Like what the fuck is going on? And I didn't, I, uh, ch- bitch, 
no words i didn't know what the fuck to say i didn't know what to do because he had me in such a grip that i couldn't run like i couldn't escape i couldn't get away so i had to sit there and take it so like the first 30 seconds i was just i was just bewildered my mind had not ran amok but like the second half of the minute i was like okay it ain't that bad but maybe it was like him i wasn't really maybe i just wasn't feeling it from him because the second nigga to do it that shit was lit and <laughs> miss my mother it's a requirement it's the standard now bitch so maybe i could come around to the whole anal sex thing but right now i'm not a fan now i have to know since because niggas like eating ass let's be very clear niggas get on twitter and they i ain't with the ass and shit i would get a nigga behind closed doors he's going to eat your ass period don't listen to them twitter ass niggas where is my water hold on y'all y'all know what this be about bitch got to take a sip okay that water good and cold too ain't nothing like no good ass water cold ice cold ass water bitch ain't nothing like it better than a nut Okay, so niggas say they don't eat ass. Get ass behind closed doors. They will eat every part of you. Niggas will eat your ass and suck your toes at the same fucking time. I don't know why y'all feel like y'all got to cap so hard on Twitter. Who are you trying to impress? Your fellow nigga? I don't get it. I don't get it. Y'all cap so hard. Like, honey, it's it's okay. Grown men eat ass. But what I want to know is do niggas genuinely enjoy getting their ass ate? I'm not eating no nigga ass. I'm a very selfish queen around these parts. I'm just coming around to the idea of a nigga eating my ass. I'm not eating no big grown man ass just because of this. Niggas do not be wiping that good. You call yourself trying to do something special for a nigga and fuck around have goddamn shitty bruv. Not everybody calling you shitty mouth. No, no God. Not this bitch. Not this podcast host hoes. I don't know what the fuck you hoes got going on, but I didn't really know it was like a whole underground movement and niggas who like their ass ate for real. I had no idea. No idea. I did, I did not know men liked it. Because I, I never attempted it. I never thought about it. And I'm not going to think about it. I'm not eating no grown man booty. Because, see, how do I even position you to eat your ass? Do I put your legs in the air? Do I throw your legs over my shoulders? Do I bend you over? Do I arch your back? And then do it. That's number one. That's like number one. How do I even give it up? Without making you feel like less of a motherfucking man. That's number one. And number two, like I said, niggas don't be wiping good. Uh-uh. Y'all shitty breath assholes. That's for another bitch. It ain't for Drika. Um, and I was just unaware. So any nigga that come across me, I'm sorry if you used to bitches eating your ass, but I'm not that girl. You may want to go and find her before you enter into some shit with me because I'm not with it. I don't plan on it. But it's so funny because I will fuck a nigga with strap. No, I haven't fucked a nigga with strap before, but it has come up and I was honestly with it. I, I think I done talked about this on this podcast before, have I? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But I didn't have no problem with that. Because he expressed that he wanted it. I was like, okay. Shit, if you want it, we can try it. At the end of the day, he backed out. 
he didn't want to do it, but I don't know why it ain't really my business. He said no. I was like, cool. Some men really like that. That's like, I don't think y'all really understand. I don't know what podcast I've talked about this on, but oh well, we doubling back. Some men like getting fucked with the strap. They like their girl to fuck them with the strap. I don't think it's gay. I don't think it makes you gay. We Okay, this is what we got to understand. Quick disclaimer. A man fucking a woman is not gay. We we have to... I need everybody to understand that. When a man having sex with a woman to whatever capacity, that is not gay. A man having sex with a man... Scratch that. A man being attracted to a man and that leading to sex. Okay, that's, that's gay. That's homosexual. Whatever the case may be. But me as a woman, if a nigga asks me to use a strap, I'm not going to be offended... I'm just going to ask him in, like, a real nice way. Like, make sure you wipe good and make sure your booty hole clean. That's it. But I'm not I'm not judgy. When it comes to, like, black men and their sexual needs and shit like that, I'm not judgy because I feel like black men get judged on enough shit. So, like, your sexual needs and desires and fantasies is just not something that I'm willing to judge you on. Period. Now, I will say no. It's a lot of shit that I'm going to say no to. I'm not a yes bitch. By any means. Not a yes girl at all. But, I'm not going to judge you on that. Some guys really like that though. They really enjoy, like, penetration. It's some real, like, real mouthful of goals ass niggas, hustling ass niggas, dope dealing ass niggas who you will be very surprised. That's what they into. But again, these niggas do a whole lot of shit until you get their ass naked behind closed doors. Now they, now they want to explore. Let's explore. That don't bother me. But you got to be clean. That's, that's one of the, that's just one of the etiquettes. We'll get there in a minute. Um, but I see a lot of girls, I tweeted that one day about fucking a nigga with a strap or whatever the case may be. And a lot of girls was like, that's gay. And even a lot of guys was coming at me like, you trying to emasculate Paul's. I'm not trying to emasculate a motherfucker about it. That nigga asked me to fuck him with the strap. I didn't come home one day with the goddamn big boy 16 inch strap, like being that shit over. No, he came to me. He asked me, I just so happened to be open-minded about a lot of shit. So I was like, okay, cool. Now, why he backed out and decided he ain't want it no more, that's so, I don't, I don't know. Go find that nigga, ask him. Guess whichever nigga I'm talking about and ask him. But I'm not trying to emasculate any motherfucking body. And to be quite honest, I don't feel like that's emasculating a man because if a woman wanted to go have sex with another woman she would do that and it would be completely fine nobody would regard her as gay if she said oh i had sex with a woman i just wanted to try it i ain't really like it one for me everybody be like oh okay well she was just experimenting so if a man did the same thing he gay i don't subscribe to that um maybe in my younger days but I'm older and a little more woke now. So I I don't really subscribe to that. I don't I'm not saying that I date 
guys who have dated guys or messed with guys. But I'm also not saying that I'm 100% sure that guys I have dated ain't messed around with guys. It ain't like they're going to tell me. You know? So, I don't know. Everybody everybody got a past. Everybody got shit they done did. I just, I don't subscribe to a lot of shit that y'all subscribe to. I just don't. And like I said, I'm I'm not judgy. I don't think I was judging in my younger days, but as I get older, I'm damn sure I ain't judging now. So if a nigga want to get fucked with the scrap child, just let me know the day and the time and let me know what we doing, what we, what we on. Like I'm on that because I like to be in control sometimes and it's, that's like the ultimate state of like control to me at this point. When you have a sex with a nigga, if he tell you to do some shit like that or tell you to penetrate him in any way, you have full control. You got that nigga nose wide the fuck open, honey. You are allowed to do as you fucking please. Like, he is literally at your command. He is at your beck and call. It ain't no getting out of this. So, that's kind of like a turn on sometimes. But... Um, I don't push the issue. Like, I I do not ask no nigga. And this is what all you Twitter finger bitches need to understand. I'm not asking no man, can I do that to him? I'm not asking no man, can I penetrate him? Can I fuck him with the strap? That is literally some on-demand shit. That's literally some by request shit. Like I said, I've never done it, but it has been requested. Actually, it's been requested by more than one nigga. They both backed out. I don't know. I don't care. That's not my business. But, um, no, I don't think certain things, I mean, I guess if you act, if you comfortable acts, me with certain shit, especially sexual shit, I'm a very, um, bring it to me type of person because people have to feel comfortable with a lot of shit. And believe it or not, sexually, black men have, they... I feel like they go through some of the ones I didn't talk to. They go through a lot of like, is this going to make me gay if I do this type shit in their mind, despite if they want it or not. So going through those questions and questioning that in your head, it's like, okay, is this going to make me gay? Is this going to make me anything other than a heterosexual male? And so as a result of that, they they back out of a lot of their desires and things that they want. So, um, that's why, and I, I mean, we can touch on this. Um, and I only know this because the trans women that I know have put me onto this. That's why, like, a lot of men, a lot of black men, they go and they creep around with trans women because you got to think of, you have a beautiful woman here before you a beautiful ass woman and in her pants she got a dick and that's what you want you want to be penetrated so i know that from you know the girls that i'm cool with who done told me like yeah these niggas they they fucking with us and they'll pay big money for it because it's not some shit that they can just readily get at home because they might not they might be seen a certain way so they of course are gonna if if they into that i'm i want to say a quick disclaimer because somebody gonna hop down in the comments and 
not every black man. I'm not talking about every black man. I'm only talking about the black man who wants to be penetrated, who want to be fucked in the ass. That's it. If it don't apply, let it fly. Don't come in my goddamn comments arguing with me. Not on this good Friday, honey. No. If it don't apply to you, let that shit slide. Okay? We we good there? Cool. So, um, that's why. That's why a lot of guys, you know, it's like the best of both worlds, honestly. If you are a man and you like to be penetrated, it's the best of both worlds because I know some beautiful ass trans women. I know some beautiful ass trans women who they haven't went through with, you know, the sex change surgery. They they like they did. That's what make them unique. And they beautiful as fuck. So it's like you get this beautiful ass girl, pretty ass girl. And she still got, you know, kind of what you want down there, then they're going for it. So that's why I, for me, I'm not judgy with the shit. I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not judgy. I'm just, I'm not on it. I just try not to be judgy. I try not to be, all I ask is that you be a clean motherfucker. Like, don't have me fuck you with the motherfucking strap goddamn whole goddamn room be smelling like dog shit because i'm gonna kick your ass out you in that nasty extra what is the booty play rules i just told y'all number one is be clean wipe good do the older check on yourself in the shower everybody take a shower before the dick appointment pussy appointment whatever case may be stick your hand back there sniff it out make sure you smell like motherfucking dial soap irish springs Dr. Bonner's peppermint, so whatever the hell you need to make sure that your scent is all there, bitch. I'm talking about you need to be all there, period. You need to make sure that you, huh, huh, bitch. You need to be smelling good, cause if not, you gonna have this whole goddamn house smelling like a goddamn public bathroom, bitch. Like me, I kick niggas out. Don't play with me. Um, so that's number one. Number two, or number three, whatever number this is, do not force your ass in nobody's face. If a bitch want to eat your ass, let them come to you. I think that is just the rudest shit in the world when I be watching porns and I hoes just flop her big fake booty ass down on a nigga face like, damn, girl, miss my mother. Like, is you going to ask the nigga if he interested in eating ass first? I just let a nigga do him. When a nigga down there and puts it like, you know, the other hole is just up street, make it left, right up. If you, if you going that way, I'm going to let you go. But bitch, I'm not finna, cause I got a semi fat ass. I'm not finna see all this ass just on your face. I'm going to let you go find it. If you want it, you know where it's at. Period. Do not just flop your fat ass on nobody's face. That is, that is rude. You bitches need etiquette. Ask. All you got to do is ask. Um, and if you if you gonna eat ass, please make it real wet. I mean, don't just be down there doing shit just to do it. Don't kiss it. You need to just slop on it, marinate it. That bitch need to be glistening. Glisten it. Booty hole need to be shining like motherfucking VBS. Stop playing. If you gonna do it, give it your all. That's all I'm saying. If you gonna do it, you gonna put your mouth into it, you need to get it your all. Now... Oh, and don't put your ass, don't put your dick or your finger 
in my ass unless we talked about something different in pre-production. Period. Do not get your ass on set of my movie and decide you want to freestyle this shit. No, God. I'm going to kick you the fuck out. I'm so serious. I'm going to tell you. You got them three phones. Your jewelry. Your mouth full of motherfucking goals. Get your shit and get the fuck out. Do not play with me. Unless it was already discussed in the text message thread. Unless you can go back and show that shit to me. Don't just pull a stunt. Don't just get on my shit and start improvising. No. No. Stop it. Don't play with me. Don't fucking play with me. <laughs> Stop it. Um, And if you're going to eat the ass, spread the cheeks for a while. That's another thing. Y'all be like trying to eat booty. And y'all don't even have it like fully exposed. Spread the fucking cheeks. And like really get in there. Because like you half assing it. You missing a lot. Like, no. I'm telling you. You either all in or you ain't in at all. If you're going to eat ass, okay, spread the motherfucking cheeks and get in there, soldier. Don't just be, you know, standing on the goddamn sideline scared to get in. Get your ass in the game. Your team is losing, bitch. We need you. Get your ass in there. Spread the fucking cheeks. Now, some niggas spread the cheeks too wide and then they give you like that, that little paper cut shit. You know what I'm talking about? Don't do that. Don't be like aggressive ass cheek spreader. Don't do that. Ain't nobody here for that. That ain't what we signed up for. That's not what we employed you for. Just, but spread the cheeks in enough way that it would be, you know, just you have full view. So you can really just get in there and do your third thing. But now, this one is really important. Okay. If you're going to eat my ass, eat it second. Do not eat my pussy, then eat my ass. Go back to the coochie. Go back to the... No. Don't do that. I don't like 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 that. Eat the coochie first. Get in there. Do your thug thing. I mean, really give it your all because once you eat my ass, you're not going back to my coochie in the same round. You can take a break and we can reconvene, but same round we ain't doing it. Eat the the pussy, suck the clit, suck the lips, tongue in that hole, do the whole thing. Like, really give that shit your all because that's your one and only chance. Period. Because once you get up into the ass, you're going to stay there. You ain't, you're not coming back down. You're not going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We're not doing that. We're not, we're, we're not doing any of that over at the Cape Dish Podcast. Period. So that's, that's what I have to offer you guys. That is the booty play etiquette, ass eating etiquette, um, anal sex etiquette, whatever you want to call it. That's, that's how we coming with it. Okay, do we have any questions? Any questions? Feel free to raise your hand. No question is a dumb question. And y'all can answer some of my questions that I had. Because I'm very curious. And I actually do want y'all feedback. I really need y'all to tell me what the tea is. Because I have questions about anal sex. I'm probably... 
Like I said, I came around to the ass eating thing. Getting fucked in the ass is something I'm probably never going to come around to. If I ain't came around to it in all my years of fucking, I'm probably not going to come around to it now. But just in case, you know, you just never know one night you might be on the Hennessy a little too much. You feel me? You might have taken a few too many shots and you just might be on your real demon time. So I'm not going to say never, but a real bitch just don't see it. That's all. I just, I don't see it for me. I don't see it in my future, but in the event that I do, I want to be well prepared. So y'all just let me know, you know, like I told y'all couple of my my homeboys who are well versed in taking dick in the ass have given me the tools that I need to succeed but um until somebody tell me if my booty hole gonna go back to regular booty hole size I'm not taking dick in the ass um that is my main question so we're gonna wrap this up that was all the main topic honey and we're going to kick about it. Y'all know I'm going to post this shit on the Instagram, on the Twitter. And we really is going to have us a time on the subject matter. Because I'm just genuinely curious. And nobody get offended by this. If the shit ain't for you, like I said, feel free to tap out after the first hour of the Cape Dish Podcast. Because by that time, you've already given me your stream. I already have your number for the algorithms and the data. Feel free to leave. If this conversation is not for you, because these last 30 minutes of the Cactus Podcast, honey, I told y'all I was going to be nasty. I told y'all I was going to need headphones. Um, So, you know, if it's too much, it's too much. Know your boundaries. Know your limits. Okay? If the Cactus Podcast is giving too much about this booty play, then by all means, sis, you know, excuse yourself. But over here, these Friday episodes, we're going to get our shit off. So, <clears throat> hold on, y'all. Y'all know how some shit just go down the wrong pipe? I was finna wrap it up, but I definitely got choked. Give me two seconds. Okay, we back. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. That was God not being pleased with my ass about talking damn dirty on these people good-ass podcasts that he done gave me. And here I am. Supposed to be doing the Lord's work. And I'm literally on some demon time right about now. So, we about to get up out of here. I hope y'all have a good ass weekend. I hope y'all stay safe out here. Walk light. Stay prayed up. All that good shit. Um, Talking about prayer after we just talked about eating ass for 30 minutes. Bless it, Lord. Follow us on the Cake's Podcast Instagram. Caked up, dripped out on Instagram. The Cake Dish Podcast has a Twitter now where I just talk shit all day. And it's uh it's Cake Dish Podcast on Twitter. No the just Cake Dish Podcast on Twitter. Y'all can follow me if y'all want to get up close and personal. Damn she bad. Two D's, two underscores on Twitter, honey. I'ma see y'all on Monday for the good sis segment. Um, I already have that case lined up. Still trying to do a little research on that. So, Monday, we're going to talk about it. Try to find out our good sis. And until then, oh, we're going to do music, of course. What we do. We're going to do music on Monday. I'm going to give y'all my little take on the Juice World album and whatever other little music hit and I drop child, whatever the case may be. But until then, y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Stay safe. 
Y'all can definitely shop with the brand, Kate Brand, on Instagram, Kate Brand, katebrand.com. If you got Poshmark, we're on Kate. What is Kate Brand on there too? So Kate is everywhere, honey. Kate, 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 Kate. So shop with the brand, listen to the brand, get up close and personal with your girl the whole night. And I'm going to see y'all girls on Monday.